0: and the to McDavid, There's number 50! Nugent Hopkins did not like that hit on Kyler Yamamoto and lands a clubbing right hand that fells Justin Hall.
1: Hopkins. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta
0: Injury Lawyers. The heavy hitters of injury law. The second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs underway. First minute of the second period, Panthers leading the Maple Leafs 1-0. Nick Cousins scoring his first of the postseason, 9.25 into the first period. Later tonight, tentacles at stars to get that series going. The Oilers will play tomorrow at Vegas. It is a 5.30 face-off show here on 6.30, Chad. The game will start at 7 30 i can tell you that tickets for tomorrow's rogers road game watch party inside rogers place still available at edmontonoilers.com tickets five bucks net ticket proceeds go to the edmonton oilers community foundation to support charities across oil country so that is the indoor watch party five bucks inside rogers place you watch the game on the jumbotron now of course one of the big stories in this postseason has been, well, you how passionate you are for the Oilers and how some of you have been gathering downtown to uh, watch the games either in the Fan Plaza or uh, in in the fan, pardon me, in the fan in the fan park or in the Playoff Plaza in Ice District. So those options remain available. They are now going to be 18 plus events. events there's going to be enhanced procedures for entry, including age verification wrist banding, and no re-entry. The outdoor watch parties first come, first serve, and they open two hours before puck drop, okay? And it'll still be free, still going to be the booze and the food trucks and the DJs and the games on the giant outdoor screens, all that type of stuff. But they will be 18-plus. And now there's also going to be family-friendly viewing parties in Churchill Square for games one and two. And these are going to go from 6.30 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. Also free admission. Everyone is welcome. Games, food trucks, entertainment, the game on a big screen, uh, but not licensed for liquor sales, alcohol consumption, not permitted for the Family friendly event in Churchill Square. So that's how they're kind of uh, working that, you know, obviously some uh, unfortunate stories coming out of the uh, events uh, from the watch parties in game six so just reminding everybody to be safe be smart absolutely have a good time and cheer on the orders but uh, respect other people in the crowd and hey if it's if it's full up then you got to go somewhere else or you got to make sure you get there early so you can get a spot so I just want to make sure that we got that uh, out there tonight all right you can chime in by the way seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. That is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems, CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can email the show, inside sports at 630Ched.com. Follow me on Twitter or send me a direct message there, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. Um, I had a i <laughs> i got a message this afternoon from somebody uh, who says, uh, hey, Reed, I couldn't hold on last night to your question about the best arena in alberta for french fries and this person says smoky lake arena and the lamont arena played lots of tournament hockey in both both arenas and their fries are uh homemade fries and gravy are homemade and also, uh, this is from Bob, he calls them the best hangover cure available. So it's nice getting a, <laughs> a show, a message about the show from about to 20 hours previous. We appreciate that. Uh, you could try, of course, a lot of talk about the Oilers. I, I know you'll, you probably want to say, what's up with the Golden Knights? How do you feel about this series? Are, are, are you concerned about anything in particular on the Golden Knights? You know, Brusaw, Petrangelo, Stone, Eichel, guys like that. Anybody uh, on the Oilers that you really like what they're doing, or you think is going to step up in round two, or anything you want to discuss about the team? I'll leave that kind of open-ended. And, and I, I also want to know if you're interested in these uh, in these watch parties. Would you go to them? Did you go to stuff like this uh, in the past? Do you know? Could you watch an environment like that? Do you prefer being? with just a couple people would you go to maybe your uh, your corner pub your local and you're comfortable there maybe you sit by yourself i know we've talked a lot throughout this postseason about your viewing habits how you deal with nerves uh, a lot of people are interested in the watch parties <laughs> because they had tens of thousands of people downtown uh for them here especially with game six when they knocked off the kings uh, and, and again hopefully it's uh, it stays under control here throughout the second round so wednesday and as you probably know by now, Game 2 is going to be Saturday. They initially said Friday, Game 2, Saturday in Vegas. That's a 3 o'clock face-off show, game at 5 here on 6.30 Chet. So there won't be a watch party for that one in Rogers Place because of Shania, but they'll still have the outdoor stuff there. And, of course, the Oilers getting geared up for the series. Head coach Jay Woodcroft commented today that uh, the Oilers got to build on the experience that they had from going deep last year.
1: We're at the life stage as a team right now where, you know, we have the required experience. Um, you know, we've added some pieces that have great experience as well. I mean, you look at Matthias Eckholm, I think he leads our team in playoff games. And um, uh, last year's run uh, was a good precursor for this year. Uh, but that's, that's in the past. We're worried about what's immediately in front of us. Like I said, we feel good about our game. We feel good about our people. We understand that the challenge before us is
0: a big one, but we feel um, that we're up to it. All right, a little bit there from Jay Woodcroft. Don't forget about our Oilers Super Fan Contest on 630Chet.com. We want to give give away tickets to a game in round two. The CFL Draft is tonight. Dave Campbell will check in with an update there. And Kelly Rudy next, Inside Sports on (laughs) 630Chet.
1: Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com.
0: He joins us every week on Inside Sports, presented by Sentinel Storage, Shop Canadian, Store Canadian, head to sentinelstorage.ca, former NHL goaltender, now with the NHL on Rogers. it is Kelly Rudy. Kelly, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing really well, thanks, Reed and
0: yourself. Well, I'm doing very well, looking forward to the second round, uh, finally starting, bit of a sputtering start i guess because the oilers and golden knights had game two pushed back a day from friday to saturday so yeah uh i know some fans traveling to vegas probably weren't too happy about that do you think that, like how uh obsessed with or worried about the the schedule was, and you would have been this a uh, playoff time and you're waiting for the next round like are, are they waiting with bated breath to see when the games are going to be or, or what's the player mentality now
1: Oh, for sure, because you want to get going, right? I mean, uh, you want to get in that rhythm. But you also understand that because of uh, the notion of trying to grow the game, that unfortunately not everything is fluid and you have to roll with the punches in terms of building availability. And so that's something that you have to always be aware of to make sure that you don't start getting distracted with thoughts that don't really mean too much in the whole scheme of things. And so when there are little delays and, uh, and so on, you just have to roll with it and accept it and take it as a, a nice day to rest the body.
0: No, would and you obviously, you know, had some deep playoff runs and, and thirty years ago you went to the Stanley Cup final with the Los Angeles Kings. Yeah. Are are the off days the same? Like can you treat it as business as usual? Or is there always this sort of overall awareness that you're playing in this intense tournament for a very special trophy? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. I know what you mean. Uh, I would say that all of your set or, uh, all your uh, sort of, uh, senses are heightened, uh, during the playoffs. There's no question about it. Everything like, you know, and you're, you are distracted from your normal life there's no question about it you know i had young kids at the time and and i you try and be as good a husband and father as humanly possible but you know top of mind for most things uh, other than when your kids are sick would be the playoff games and so the, it's it's next to impossible not to be thinking about the game and and the results and the impact those will have negatively and positively
0: yeah okay let's just put a cap around the oilers series against the kings uh i mean ultimately the the, the i think the last time we talked we were going into game four or sorry yeah. we were going into game five after campbell saved the day in game four pretty convincing victory for the oilers in game uh in game five and then game six yeah. they close it out with the late yamamoto goal um yeah. so what, what was a big takeaway are you uh for you out of that series
1: just the uh the character that the others uh have uh losing game one and then uh, as we mentioned game four uh that could have been devastating to lose that game and uh and yet they came back and kind of you know i go back to the first round where they had last year versus uh la also where you know la had them on the ropes and then uh, edmonton won game six and seven and and that proves a lot to me. Two years in a row that you're doing something very similar uh, because, as all of us know, the first round, a lot of fans might not... uh, recognize this the first round is the hardest round to get out of and and anybody that's ever played the game will tell you the same thing in fact one of the first guys that really put that in perspective for me was when i played with gretzky in la and he always said oh be careful of the first round it's always the most difficult to get out of so that's coming from that guy that's not just a a few of us uh making this up it's hard to get out of the first round and so for the oilers to get out of trouble in those two uh, first rounds that's very impressive to me
0: well it's interesting how you put that because it obviously doesn't get any easier I'm not suggesting that but I just know from all the years Rob and I have hosted together and the Oilers now have made the playoffs four years in a row right and they made it in 2017 so late in the regular season we always get calls like well I don't know if they can beat this team and Sometimes Rob and I say, look, you can ask about every team you want in the Central Division. At most, they're going to have to play one of them. Like, you got to realize, do your job and these other teams yeah. like nobody has to worry about boston anymore thanks to florida right
1: <laughs> right yeah well fair enough but i think the players mindset is always it doesn't matter who we play it's going to be hard it, it doesn't matter first round second round they're all hard and so i know there's a lot of people in toronto and they were talking about uh, the fact that uh, they they were hoping florida over boston and i and and clearly all of us would recognize that on the surface but be careful. I mean, Florida. You know, they were. They've been in playoff mode the entire season. They had to fight and claw to just even make it. And and I'm always afraid of teams like that because they have character as well.
0: In terms of the Oilers now taking on Vegas, uh, how do you how do you compare this? Like I think it'll be played at a different pace than what the LA series was played. Maybe I'm wrong. How do you see the matchup with the Golden Knights?
1: Yes, it'll be a different pace for sure, and, and Vegas, they, they are deep, and by the way, and you're familiar with Laurent Boursois, Br- what a remarkable story, right, he had that hip surgery, and then I read an article about a week or so ago, unfortunately for him, he just recognized now that he's had that same problem since junior, and he is able to sort of carve out a pretty good NHL career. But until he had this hip surgery, uh, he, he was in pain all the time. And the reason I'm bringing him up is because it's a great story. He played for the Edmonton Oil Kings, and he, uh, he only played 11 regular season games this year. And look at the success he's having. Like, he was a big reason why they beat the Jets. And to only play 11 games and be at this level is very impressive for me.
0: Well, yeah, he is a great story. Uh, I've been asked about him a lot. I, I just think, and, and I know he's playing well, and, and of course, so much of it is goaltending. But I just think, too, if the, and again, Woody said it, I can't remember, I think it was after game three. He said, We just got to keep chipping away at the rock. And they chipped yep. away on Corpus Allo, and eventually the pucks started going in. And I just think if they have that mentality against Bressois, especially if, you know, the Costans and the Yamamoto's get some big goals, I, I just, I, uh, again, I just see the the Oilers pretty hard to beat if they play at or near their potential.
1: I like that saying about chipping away because that's so true. And the reason why that I really like that when you talk about Korpisalo, because Kevin Bieksa and I were on the same page. I think it was, uh, what, Uh, The first three games and then the first period of game four, and we're like, this guy looks unbeatable, like you're just not going to get goals. And then the Hyman scores that what I thought and Kevin also thought was a, a poor goal in overtime, and now you're questioning are maybe two or three of the goals that the Oilers scored in that game kind of questionable, and that seemed to carry over for every game. Like Corpus Allo never really found that same sort of game that he had early on in the series, and it's because the Oilers just kept chipping away.
0: Kelly, Rudy joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Oilers and Golden Knights starting up tomorrow on 6.30. I want to hit on a couple other NHL things with you. Uh, I want to flash back a few days. What what did you think of Rick Bonus's comments and the Jets players' reactions? And and did you ever have something that public, uh, you know, that a coach said about you or your teammates?
1: Well, uh, not uh, post-season, not after losing the playoffs. I never had that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well, first of all, I'll address the first question. I've known Rick for a long, long time. And for him to have an outburst like that, there's something seriously bothering him about that that group that he's coaching. And so I think that was three months, three and a half months of frustration that just came uh, boiling to the surface after. And as you know, you've watched him all season long. From late January on, he was what bothered or annoyed or whatever word you want to use by his team's play and you know we've all heard all the rumors about that dressing room not being very tight and fractured and all that so that's what happens when you have all that frustration and by the way I also sometimes think it's unfair for the players and for the coaching staff to talk to the media ten minutes after. I mean, they're, you're not given more time than ten minutes usually, and sometimes your your emotions are just too raw, and you say things that maybe in hindsight you regret. I don't know if Rick would regret those comments, but you know he knows his team best. And and yes, I did have a coach that would publicly criticize us and I have very little time for that sort of coaching and that was my last year in the NHL with uh, the San Jose Sharks.
0: Okay and you mentioned Florida. I I mean you were in a lot of playoffs. I, I, I know you won series as an underdog. You won series as the favorite and vice versa. Sometimes you lost as the favorite. I I know you were never as big a favorite as the Boston Bruins in a series. Right. But, but when you're eliminated early and there were such high expectations, is there a different sting than, you know, if you're eliminated when you just kind of had middling expectations or is it all the same once you're done?
1: no there's a bigger sting uh we were big favorites uh in 1988 uh i was with the islanders and we won the division and we played the new jersey devils in the first round and uh, uh you know there wasn't a 40 point uh difference uh but it was i i'm gonna say substantial enough that we we're great up uh uh favorites um and we ended up losing in six games sean burke that was sean burke's first year he was on fire uh for about the last 10 games of the season and he carried that momentum over and we couldn't quite find our game and it was it was really a, a bothersome summer um to to lose to a team that we thought we were much better than and then i i had a year I think I want to say 91 it could be where we were heavy favorites over the Vancouver Canucks in the first round. And and the disparity in points that year, Reed might have been 30 or 40 points. I know we were, were way better in terms of points going into uh, that playoff round. They won game one in uh, Los Angeles. We won in overtime. In game two, Gretzky scored. So we go to Vancouver tied, uh 1-1. And then Cliff Ronning scored on me in overtime in game three. And so we're starting to feel the pressure. I mean, we're down 2-1. It, going into game four in Vancouver, they're playing great and uh, they had no pressure whatsoever and we could tell that right and then we we really got on a roll then we we kicked butt and we beat them uh, three straight but i tell you what it, we were pretty anxious there uh after game three
0: all right well kelly always appreciate it so many more great games to cover and we'll have plenty more to talk about next week man enjoy the second round Thanks, Reed. Take care, my friend. Kelly Rudy checking in for Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. Florida now leading the Leafs 2-1 with 840 left in the second period. We'll keep you updated on that and the CFL Draft. Inside Sports on Chet.